From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming, Logan, Utah, and Las Vegas, Nevada, this is the Talking Disney Podcast. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And here are your hosts. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. And I'm James. And welcome to episode 124 of the Talking Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and I'm here once again with my co-host, Cody and James. What is going on, guys? Not much. What's happening? What? 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 What up? <clears throat> Not much. Not I was much. just thinking of how great that was to watch Cody conducting that uh, <laughs> orchestra for the opening. That was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It looks good. <clears throat> Practiced all day for that. Usually when we do the video, that would be cropped out. But for this episode, we are going to leave that in. <laughs> nice. Nice. And you'll see that in about six to eight months. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, Well, that's off, that's awfully optimistic of you. <laughs> uh, so you said you were going to, off the topic of, I guess it's, Disney related. It's our podcast. Ready? You're gonna experiment with that video tomorrow, this weekend. Yes, from, from, from yes. last weekend. Yeah. Yes, I'm yeah. hoping to. Anyways, I do have to yeah. uh, go into work for a little bit tomorrow, and hopefully, going into work for a little bit doesn't turn into going into work for all day. All day, yeah. But we will I see. I don't know, James. Have you ever worked for yourself? <laughs> what, what, what? What? What do you mean? <laughs> like, I mean that that was probably worded worded poorly, but. I've worked for you before. I've come in for just a little while and I've been there for longer than just a little while. He had to, he had to pull the yeah. sleep bag out of the car and uh, <laughs> pitch yeah. a tent. And just a little while is a very subjective term. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. 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 We well, used to do Jared and happens. I, we used to do uh, uh midnight runs to secret pizza at the cosmopolitan. When we, <laughs> when we work late, we get hungry close to midnight and we'd go to the Cosmo for pizza. Yeah. Which so was, if if I ever move back to which, Vegas, which, which 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 was very convenient, being thirty minutes away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we we needed a break, man. Yeah. So if I move back to Vegas and I'm looking for a job, and James says, "Hey, you want to come work for me?" I should say, "No, Cody." It'd probably be a good. Idea. <laughs> probably could I do to say pass. Yeah. <laughs> You won't be able to leave unless you move to a different state. (laughs) (laughs) Does he, does he still call you? Say, Hey Cody, can you come in Saturday? (laughs) No, I'm sure he's got better people working for him now than, than I ever was. Well, that's what he says. Yeah. No, no. The cream of the crop. Yeah. (laughs) He's waiting for you to come back. You know what? And the thing about James is that if I ever moved back to Vegas and said, Hey, I need a job. He'd be like, no problem. So there you go. There you go. I need but someone I can't to work Saturdays. It. I need someone to deliver cases in a vehicle without air conditioning. <laughs> was that the Mustang? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it sure was. Hey, that's how I was raised. So <laughs> he was just he was just teaching you the ropes. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta go yeah. through the hard times so you can enjoy the good times. That's right. And, and, you know, I, I, I bag on it pretty hard, but there were a lot of good times working there. So I appreciate, 
I, I look we, back at that time fondly for the most part. Except for the times when you were in the lab and James was at Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, and I was in the Mustang without AC and James was at Disneyland. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Oh, that did not happen very often though, so. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, at well, least not the Mustang half of it. Uh, no, when, when, some, I was, oh, go ahead. when I was there... It's, it's, except for that first instance when I first started, I'd say most of the time if James was going to Disneyland, I was I was tagging along also. All right, that sounds good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Speaking of Disneyland, let's talk some Disney news. Um, yeah. Okay. I did have one thing, but I forgot I, that I had something else that I that I wanted to mention first uh, because okay. it is one of my. Um, my favorite books back there, um, Disney A to Z, uh, written by Dave Smith, uh, who was in charge of the Disney archives. And the reason I bring that up is on June 22nd, which was yesterday, uh, June 22nd, 1970, the Disney archives was formed. So a little, a little history, uh, it was established in the studio in Burbank, California with the, with most of the help from David Smith. Um, he was the founder of it. He, uh, with the approval from the Disney organization, he spent more than a year researching just any Disney publication and production he could find. Um, and then when the Disney family and the studio management decided to attempt to preserve a lot of that history, he had done a lot of the work already. Um, so he was basically put in charge of creating the archives. Uh, and then since then has, you know, he, he, wrote quite a few books, uh, published, published quite a few books. Um, he did pass away a couple of years ago, but today would be, or yesterday would have been what the what 53rd anniversary or birthday of the Walt Disney archives. So, wow. Yeah. Popped up on my screen yesterday. I was like, Ooh, I got to make a note to talk about that tomorrow. So <laughs> would be awesome to be given free range to just, uh, explore the Disney archives, but Oh man. So uh, I I imagine some of that stuff is very heavily protected. Not oh, like yeah. armed soldiers or anything, no. but I think some of that stuff is very, <laughs> very precious to the company. And I'm sure some of it's very fragile too. Fragile, some of those yeah. old, you know, every cells and stuff. Yeah, every time I've seen anything from inside the archives, uh I've seen a lot of stuff with Don Hahn has gone in there and, and done some interviews and stuff. And I mean they're they're wearing the white gloves and handling things and uh, very so, clean place. Yeah. 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 It'd be, it'd be awesome to be an employee there. Um, but I'm sure they have one heck of a filtration system, like an air filtration system for like dust Possibly, and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Just give me 24 hours. Let me play around. I'll be careful. <laughs> so yeah. Be- Becky Klein's got like one of the coolest jobs in mm-hmm. the Walt Disney company. Yep. I can't, I can't disagree. So so there you go. Happy birthday to the Walt Disney Archives or happy anniversary, however you want to say it. Happy so, anniversary. Um, so then I'll I'll uh, I'll defer to one of you guys and you can bring up your if you had any news. You know what? I think I saw something that was announced a little bit ago. Um, <clears throat> let me see. Let me find it. I guess Genie Plus for Disney World is about to change on the 27th, which is what? Tuesday. So that's a system that keeps evolving, um, and this is for Disney World only. 
apparently um let me see what are they changing on tuesday starting tuesday you can buy genie plus based on what and how many parks that you want to visit i guess before you used to have to buy it and it would be for all four parks or something i'm not sure but now you get to decide which parks you're going to visit and what you're going to do whether it's for a single park multiple parks and it's actually park specific um, you'll be able to pick between a single park option or a multi-parks option. And then everything else will be pretty much the same after that. And then uh, the prices will be dependent on the park that you select. So it will be possible some parks will be less than others. I guess for opening, <clears throat> if you do multiple parks, it's $27 per person. Magic Kingdom only is $27 per person, which doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood Studios, only $24 per person. Epcot, $18 per person. And Animal Kingdom, $16 per person. So that starts next Tuesday. Uh, different way to purchase Genie Plus in Disney World. So we'll see what uh, how that works for them and what other changes they continue to make. And hopefully they'll start to make some in Disneyland and maybe just get rid of the whole stupid system. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Don't count on it. Don't count yeah, on it. Yeah, I think they're leaning a little too, I don't know, too too far is not the right word, but they're leaning heavily into this and trying to make so-called improvements that I don't think it's going away anytime soon. However, yeah. I don't mind this change. Granted, I ne I've never used Disney or Genie Plus in, in Walt Disney World before. Last time I was in Walt Disney World, Genie Plus wasn't a thing. But this, I mean, at face value, this seems to make sense to me. Um, yep. some parks at Walt Disney world have more attractions than others have more yeah. lightning lane, um, access or ability option to, to do lightning lane than other parks. So the fact that it's priced based on the amount of attractions that you have available to mm -hmm. use a lightning lane in those parks and, uh, the, the, the busyness or the popularity of those attractions and those parks, you know, I, I think it makes sense. Yep. Um, it seems to, I agree. Now I was hoping with this announcement, I thought before I really read this article and figured out what changes were being made, I thought this was, or at least tied to this announcement would be the updates that Walt Disney world is making to genie plus regarding guests to Walt Disney world, being able to purchase Disney plus in a, or Disney plus genie plus in advance, or at least be able to book their lightning lanes in advance. Like you used to be able to book your fast passes in advance pre COVID. So, right. Um, I mean, it was however long ago that they said that that was something that would be coming to Walt Disney world in the future. Um, there was no update about it in this article. So I guess we'll have to just keep on waiting for that announcement. Yep. Wait and see. And hopefully they get that, functionality together before January of next year. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so too for, for your sake. Cause that, I think that's a convenient, uh, feature not having to be up at 7am or whatever to try to figure yeah. out your lightning lanes that you can just do it. I mean, I would say at leisure, but I can understand where the argument for not being a leisurely experience, trying to do it <laughs> ahead of time, you know, 30 days out or whatever yeah. the window would be. But I think it's better than forcing someone in the group to be up at 
seven to try to figure it all out and everyone's trying to scramble to do it at the same time, but right. Yep. Yep. All right. What you got, Cody? Um, well, it's not so much news, but I did go and see, uh, Disney Pixar's new feature film elemental over Mm -hmm. last weekend, which was the opening weekend for elemental. Um, it's not doing very well in the box office, (laughs) um, which surprised me. Um, I've seen a lot of articles and people online saying that, you know, it wasn't marketed very well. And, and, and maybe that's true. You know, I'm in this world. And so I, I saw the trailers, I saw it being talked about. I, I thought it was marketed fine. Sure. There were there have been other movies that are marketed a lot more, but I don't know what, uh, how do you justify if it's been marketed enough before it's release? I guess box office numbers apparently, but right. <laughs> I saw some people criticizing that the trailers didn't give a very good depiction on what this movie was actually about right. that. You didn't, you couldn't really tell what the plot was what the story was like yeah you obviously knew it was element you know people water people fire people you know but beyond that and you know understanding that that's the world this movie takes place in you know there wasn't a lot of what is this movie about right uh and you could piece together i mean i personally felt like i had a decent understanding but maybe I'm in the minority and I felt like I didn't need much more from the trailers right. to tell me what this movie was about. Um, I don't know. I seem to, I don't know it to me. I don't remember seeing a lot of commercials on TV about it, but I don't watch a lot of TV now. And the sure. way, the way you watch TV now is a lot different. It's not like, yeah. Uh, the way it used to be where, you know, uh, like, like if, if I'm watching a channel, or if I, if I'm watching something, we normally pay so we don't have to watch the ads. So I so I miss all of those. If there if there were ads, uh, obviously right. being a having a Disney podcast, where you know we're probably a little more aware than the casual fan who, uh, you know, we know when things are coming out, we know what they're about. Uh, so I I I really can't say if it was not publicized enough. I know if a movie comes out lately. And it doesn't do well. They say, oh, Disney failed to publicize it. But if it comes out and does well, then that's not really talked about at all. So um, right. I, I know this this movie costs about $200 million to make. And right now they are, they're sitting at $62.9 million uh, at, you know, it's been out about a week or well, been out a week now. So yeah, as of uh, today. Yeah. I saw some people comparing it to. Uh, the last one that just came out, the little mermaid, uh, they said Disney was, was promoting that one very, very much, very highly. And then weren't really promoting this one at all. I I don't know if that's the case or not. So, um, like I said, I, I followed along when they would release their teaser trailers and, uh, their first official trailer and the next trailer, just like I'm doing for the haunted mansion that comes out next month. Uh, Yeah. so, um, well, and then like we're, you know, most of us are in multiple, you know, out of the three of us are in multiple uh, Disney centered Facebook groups and, you, you know, follow certain things on Twitter or what have yeah. you. So when these trailers comes out, they start circling in our 
in our circles on, on social media and right. this, that, and the other. So even if like, okay, maybe we didn't watch that trailer, but we were aware that the trailer was a re- released and we see people talking about it. And so, yeah, I mean, and, and how much is it that, you know, is it, is the difference, are they marketed the same, but people just carried the little mermaid further pre-release that there was already more controversy, more, more buzz about the little mermaid rather than elemental. Yeah. You know, cause little mermaid has been a hot topic since a, they announced they, they were going to just reimagine it with the live action. Shoot. And then B, yeah, that was before casting. COVID wasn't it? <laughs> Might've been. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think so actually. Yeah. I think 2018, 2019, they started talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I also saw a lot of, articles or people online saying that this movie is flopping in the box office because it's, it's too woke. Um, that, you know, Disney's, you know, again, leaning too far into certain agendas or propaganda or whatever you want to call it that because they're leaning into these, these different, um, ideas or different things like that, that it's hurting their movie performances in the box office. You know, I, I, I think that's personally hard to judge me personally. I didn't, I, I wouldn't call this movie woke, you know, and if that, I don't know if that means I'm, I'm woke or not, but you know, there was a moment in the movie where the, there was a character that was introduced and then, you know, that character had, you know, I, I believe it was like a female partner, a girlfriend or whatever. But the apparently the character that had the girlfriend apparently was non-binary. Now, that's not ever really explained in the movie. And that character and that character's girlfriend in the movie are like e- E-list characters. You know, they're they're such a they're almost background people, you know. Um, they have 10 lines in the whole movie that they're not really relevant to the story. They, they don't take up a lot of screen time. They don't take up a lot of dialogue. You know, it's something that gets said, you know, cause it get the, the character's girlfriend gets introduced as the girlfriend. And then you just, you move on. It doesn't sit on it. It doesn't try to like, uh, emphasize on it any more than just stating, you know, girlfriend and, you know, I saw the the headline afterwards, like, oh, Disney's or Pixar's first movie featuring a non-binary character flops in the box office. And I'm like, who the heck was non-binary in this movie? Like, I was so confused that it didn't register while I was watching the movie. It was such a non-issue, a non-point, you know, and if they want to say that that character was non-binary, you know, if that makes them feel better for checking that box of, of inclusion for that group of people, then, you know, more power to them, I guess. So you, me personally, I, I didn't feel like it affected the story whatsoever. So, you know, if I think if people are, you know, boycotting the movie for that reason, cause it was not like this character wasn't in, in trailers. So it wasn't like it was being advertised prior to the lease that this movie had a non-binary character in it. So right. I, I feel like it's hard to blame the opening weekend box office numbers 
on that on that character <laughs> yeah you know yeah. and and if there were other maybe potentially woke things in the movie it didn't really register to me as being woke i mean the the water character wade was trying to convince the fire character ember to follow her own path her own dreams not to just do what her you know her her you know i guess we're getting into spoiler territory but <laughs> she she's living her life to try to make her dad happy and do what her dad <coughs> wants for her life and the in wade the water character was like and and he says the line in the trailer who you know why does anybody get to tell you what you get to be in your life and and that's pretty much in the, which was said in the trailer that's pretty much the plot of the movie it's it's ember trying to figure out who she is and what she wants to do with her own life and then just the the story that revolves around that central theme so that kind of sounds similar to the movie we're going to talk about later with you know what yeah there's some similarities <laughs> there so yeah I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. All in all, I enjoyed the movie. It was an entertaining watch. I, did I love it? No, I was hoping that this movie would be a lot more emotionally, um, gripping, emotionally powerful, much more on like the, the level of inside out. You know, this movie felt very inside out kind of blended with like Zootopia with the different biomes and things like that. Um, and it just didn't quite hit as heavy for me. Um, but it was a decent enough movie. Am I going to be rushing to see it again? Unfortunately, probably not, but it was a decent enough movie. You know, I, it was a, it's a mid tier Pixar movie. You know, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. Yeah. Kaylee went and saw it last night. She enjoyed it. She and her boyfriend went, she said she really liked it. Um, I haven't Good. seen it yet, so I don't know. Um, yeah. And you know, certainly, you know, not to give the wrong impression, it's certainly not a bad movie in any way, but it just wasn't, it's not going to be in my top five or even my top 10 Pixar movies. And that's just really tough because even though Pixar has, you know, a, a third to a half the catalog that Disney animated studios has, um, there's a lot of really good Pixar movies. So it, at this point, because the classics hold so much weight to me, it's, it's hard to break the top 10 for Pixar at this point. So, um, yeah. Well, all right. Yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to check it out. Uh, hopefully I get to it before it leaves the theater. Um, but if not, I'll have to wait till it hits Disney plus. So, James, you haven't seen it, right? No. That's a dumb question. Why did I even ask that? <laughs> I saw no, it Inside kidding. Out. I'm just kidding. No. See, I would much. I would rather you watch Inside Out before you watch Elemental. Yeah. Inside Out is great. Inside Out is in my top five Pixar yeah, movies. Yeah, off the top of my head, I would say if it's not top five, it's right. It's at least six or outside. seven. Yeah. I mean, I'd have to go through the list, but it's up there. It's top 10 for sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yep. All right. I got one more news item. I don't know if you guys got any more. I got Disney Parks blog put out a thing about uh, new updates on San Francisco Square at Disney California Adventure Park. 
It says today they're excited to share that over the summer, the local eateries will start to introduce delicious new menu offerings. Starting in mid-July, you'll be able to sample some new San Francisco selections at the Lucky Fortune Cookery and the Port of San Francisco. What's it? How do you say it? Survey Seria? Survey Seria? Um, it's um, Cerveceria. Cerveceria. All right. There you go. Well, excuse I, us. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, no. um, when the transformation is completed, they said locations across from the area or across the area, such as the cappuccino cart outside the uh, San Francisco Gate Bridge to the bakery tour, will be decked out in street art and colorful banners celebrating the Big Hero 6 team after their victory. Um, you have the opportunity to interact with Hero and the huggable healthcare companion Baymax outside of the Hamada Bot Shop. This is where the Big Hero 6 team builds and innovates their high-tech gear, so you may also see a few of their upcoming inventions. Uh, near the Hamada Bot Shop, there's going to be the San Francisco Makers Market, a storefront that's just stocked with uh, apparel, homewares, and stuff featuring Baymax and his friends. Uh, let's see, what else did they talk about? Ant Cass Cafe. The second bakery cafe operated by Heroes Loving Ant will serve dishes, soups, and a freshly baked sourdough bread bowls and inspired by Japanese cuisine. Um See what uh, an old fishing net tannery across from the cafe is being converted to Rita's Turbine Blenders, a giant drink dispenser offering margaritas and other icy beverages. Uh, see, in addition to these locations, you can expect new menu items at the Cochino Cucamonga and Ghirardelli Soda Fountain and Chocolate Shop. So, just mm. keep an eye on the Disney Parks blog for upcoming lists of the full cuisine and for updates. Just in general, on San Francisco Square at the Disney California Adventure Park. So, um, I, I I like Big Hero Six, the movie. Um, I like the idea of the theming. I'm gonna miss just the normal bridge, like the the feel of the like Pacific Wharf type feel uh, of it. But um, I'm excited to see what it looks like when it's done. So, yep. <clears throat> me too yeah well all right that's all the news i got guys james you got anything else cody i don't think so uh, there was jones coming out next week yes yep the oh speaking of, of which destiny they announced a uh indiana jones face character meet and greet at the disneyland resort they did yeah. uh-huh yeah that i think he'll be appearing on release day uh, for just on release date? I, I think uh, it wasn't specific. Oh, I don't shoot. think. See, it's hard for me. Like, okay, so so you got the you got the animated characters. Like you can meet the princesses, and for the most part, the you know the princesses look like the princesses. Uh, t- for me, it's going to be hard to. It would be hard to go to a a meet and greet with an indie character that's not Harrison Ford. Uh, uh, oh yeah, it will appear starting June thirtieth, and an end date has not yet been announced. Oh, shoot. Because I think over in DCA, can't you meet Nick Fury now? As of the release day for Secret Invasion on Disney Plus, yes. Right. But if I'm going to meet Nick Fury, I want him to look exactly (laughs) like Samuel Jackson. Yeah, this looks like Nick Fury (laughs) when he was 30. Yeah, because I've seen some some guest just came in with an iPad. Yeah. I've seen like some meet and greets (laughs) with like Peter Quill, and I was like, that don't look like Peter Quill. That guy looks, you know, you know. The Peter Quill's not bad, actually. 
I, the I, one, I think, the the the, the right. one I saw looked like Peter Quill had let himself go. <laughs> I mean, hey, he talked about so. it in the movie. He's going to get a bow flex. He's going to commit. There you go. They yeah. said in the movie he's one sandwich away from fat. <laughs> oh, that's uh, funny. Yeah, Disney Parks released a TikTok um, yesterday with about the Indiana Jones character coming to Disneyland for meet and greets. Oh, okay. I had not seen that. I do see that on there now. I was thinking that I need to plan a trip to Disneyland in the next couple of weeks. Now I'm even more wanting to do so. I mean, I agree with everything Jason's saying. It's honestly, it's hard for me even to ride the ride Indiana Jones there just because when they created the animatronic Harrison Ford didn't want to do his, he didn't want to lend his voice to the attraction. So the voice doesn't sound the same. The animatronic kind of looks similar to him, but I, even in the ride, every time I go through it, I just think to myself, well, that's not Harrison Ford. That's not Indiana Jones. Well, and then I think Uh, they officially, I think the official statement is that it's not supposed to look like Harrison Ford, but it very much does. Yeah. But I thought it was, I wish Harris. I wish he would have just put his voice in there. That would have been how hard. Awesome for uh, well, the and I don't understand like why they couldn't have just tweaked it enough to just take audio yeah. from like the movies. I don't know why yeah. they that couldn't have been done if they were already partnering with Lucasfilm at the time to do an Indiana Jones attraction. Call it Indiana Jones. I don't know why they couldn't have just uh, you know snag dialogue from the movies for it if he wasn't actually going to record new lines. Yeah, you know but, the whole. The whole Indiana Jones thing and Harrison Ford I find really funny because he seems very overprotective of that character. I mean, mm-hmm. there's been talks about them rebooting it with with Chris Pratt and and I oh. mean like he's very adamant about the fact that there will never be another Indiana Jones. I'm the only one. When I die, he's gone. No one will ever play him again. It, it's just funny to me how protective he is of that particular character. Well, and it sounds like Disney's interested in making Indiana Jones like their, like their James Bond. That every so often they're going to reboot Indiana Jones, you know, just like they reboot James yeah. Bond, and you've got a new face to James Bond every twenty years, well, you know. I think they should. It's a great franchise, and I really think Chris Pratt would be an excellent Indiana Jones. I'd love to see him be Indiana Jones for a movie or, or, a, or a group of three movies. I just feel like it's star Lord pretending to be Indiana. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I can see that, but I think that that would wear off really quickly if it was a sure. well put together story. But sure. that's the other thing with the Indiana Jones franchise. It seems like, Struggles. I mean, the fourth movie kind of sucked, right? I'm, because I'm, it was supposed to be a pass off movie. Yeah, it, they, Exactly. They, and, and then and that went, then he decided he didn't want to pass it off. Well, yeah. and that and because it was supposed to be handed to Shia LaBeouf, which was right. his son in the movie, and uh, there was some crazy stuff that happened with Shia LaBeouf, and yeah, that guy's crazy. And then and then yeah, Harrison Ford got all protective over the character, and yeah. So I'm very cautiously optimistic about this movie coming out next week. I mean, obviously I want to go see this one in the theater because it's Indiana Jones. Yeah. It's going to be apparently the last one in for forever, according to (laughs) Harrison Ford. So I definitely want to go see it in the theater, but uh, I think they should start rebooting it. And I know there's a lot of people that think, oh, they should stop rebooting old franchises and stuff. But 
you know, like Cody said with, with James Bond, I mean, that one, how long has that been going on? And, and every time they reboot it, you think, Oh, it can't be better. But then they reboot it and and put Daniel Craig in there. It's like, Holy cow. That's like the best James Bond that was ever created. At least I think so. He's awesome. So I'm interested to see what the, the next James Bond will be like. Yeah. Um, And I would love to see a reboot of Indiana Jones because it seems like that character and that franchise just has, unlimited potential. So, yeah. Anyways, it's always things we'll to explore. See. Yes. So absolutely. I mean, I listened to like the Disneyland Esplanade loop on like YouTube and stuff. And one of the most exciting songs that comes on, on that loop is the Indiana Jones theme song. Like it just, <laughs> it's like almost synonymous with the feeling of being at Disneyland. Yeah. And it's, yep. It's great. I'm excited for the new movie. I've seen some mixed reviews, you know, from like the early releases and stuff, but I'm still going to go see it and odds are I'll probably enjoy it. So, yep. Me too. Same here. All right. Well, that's all the news that I got. I don't know if you guys got anything else. Mm, I don't think so. I was going to mention real quickly before James got me sidetracked on Indiana Jones. Sorry about that. No, it's okay. Um, that was fun to talk about. Yesterday, June 22nd, because today's June 23rd as as we're recording. Yesterday, June 22nd, was the 60th anniversary of Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Hmm. So. Have you guys maybe... been in that? I mean, I, I think we all went in it for, what, two years ago for uh, the rally. Yeah. But that was the first time I had been in there in, in many, many. Matter of fact, we, we were talking about it and my oldest son, Jordan, said he's never been in it. And I, I felt kind of like a, like I failed. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it was it's one of those things where we walked by. Do you think that's it. true? Or do you think you both have just forgotten an instance where you happened to stroll in? No, I don't think I don't think he's ever been in it. Hmm. So so I don't, I'm not sure, but yeah, uh, it's not one that we always go into. Um, sure. And I agree but, with that, but I do like the show. Yep. It's a fun show. It's a yeah. great nap. <laughs> Sometimes like, yeah, if it's been hot already and you go in there like two, three o'clock, it's like, Ooh, you, it gets dark and that AC yep. starts going when they shut those doors. And it was like, yeah, after like the initial intro, it's like, oh, I'm going. And they got those nice benches, so you're not crammed into a seat. You got room, and if you get one of the back rows, you can oh, just you can lean, lean back against up against the wall. The wall. Yeah. And it's just, oh man, that's a that's so not a to good... not to take the topic off this, but is this the song you're talking about, Cody? See if it works. Ooh, sharing your screen. That's it. Yeah, I mean, it's that's one of those that. Like that, the Star Wars theme, you know, five, six seconds in, I mean, you, you already know what it is. I mean, maybe one or two seconds, you already know what's coming up. So, yeah. Yep. I mean, that, that just reminds me of, you know, walking into the Esplanade and just that the excitement is, is starting. We're at Disneyland. I can hear the music. (sighs) Now, now you've just made me sad is what you've done. And now I feel like. (laughs) crying because 
I'm not going to Disneyland anytime soon. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, you'll, you'll get to see a new Indiana Jones movie in a week. And it'll make yeah. me sad again. <laughs> Are you, uh, do you got plans to go, Cody? To Indiana Jones or Disneyland? Yeah, D- Indiana Jones. Yeah, we'll probably go. Uh, Lucy's not seen all of the movies, so we need to rewatch them. We wa- we uh, watched the first one several months ago, but we need to watch two through four. You need to do a marathon. Um, yeah, because I want to watch those before, obviously, before we go see the new one. So she's, you know, it's been forever since I've seen them all kind of back to back. So yeah, a, a refresher of the story would be nice because I know there's going to be flashbacks and they're really kind of trying to go full circle with this new movie with some of the the story and stuff from the other movies. So at least the original three, I don't know how involved in the story they're going to make the fourth movie. Yeah. They might just pretend that one never existed. We'll see. <laughs> yep. And in, in honor of Cody's topic, here you go. There you go. I forgot I had that one. In the ticket, 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 ticket room. All right. Well, if that's all the news we got, we can move on. Cool. Let's talk about something strange. Uh, Strange strange. worlds are happening (laughs) to me. If if you've been following us for quite a little while now. Quit uh, following us. It's creepy. Quit following us. Yeah. (laughs) Starting with episode 51, we took on the mission of watching all the Disney animated feature films, starting with Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, uh, and working our way through the entire catalog. And we have come to the end of that catalog um, with with our uh, with number sixty one in the in the uh, Walt Disney Animated Feature Film catalog, which is Strange Worlds. Um, Mm. So let's talk a little bit about Strange World. It was premiered uh, November fifteenth, twenty twenty two, at the El Capitan Theater. Um. Off the topic of that, James, you had mentioned, um, what movie was it? Guardians? Was it that Jen was going to see it when it opened at the El Capitan? Yes. When you guys yes. were down there, how did he like it? The just the the, the theater. He liked it. He loved did it. Did he? So, yeah. I've, yeah. I've never been there. Grew up, grew up in California and never been there. So. Yeah, I think he misgaged the time it took to get there. I told him to get there early. Uh-huh early because when we went and I don't know that they do this at every movie, but I would imagine that they do when we went uh, before the movie, I mean, we got there early and they have like a, a, a person playing the organ that comes up out of this, this, you know, there's like a stage out there and they actually did a stage show. Also, they had Olaf out there um, mm. and they did some kind of little, you know, little skit, before the movie played, and then after the skit, the the organ player came up from un, from the underneath the stage and played some songs and different things. And then, you know, he's playing as he slowly descends beneath the stage. And then the movie came on. Or I don't know about the order of events there, but something similar to that. So I told Jen, make sure you get there early so you can see all that stuff. But then he misjudged the time that it had taken to get there, and I think they ended up walking in the previews. So. But oh, okay. still enjoyed enjoyed the movie very much and enjoyed the theater. So yeah. it's a it's a pretty cool theater. Cool. Now, cool. based on your experience, James, having been uh, there before, because I've never been there either. If you missed all that pre-show stuff, do you still feel it's worth going there just to watch the movie? 
if you, um, mean, you know, is it, is it really any different at that point? If the only thing you're seeing is trailers in the movie and you miss all the exciting stuff beforehand, <laughs> I think maybe just being in the theater, maybe historic historically. Yeah. I think just the fact that you're in the theater, I mean, personally, I think that beginning stuff really, and, and when we went to see it, I had no idea any of that would happen. And like sure. I said, I'm not even sure that they do that before every movie. I don't know. Maybe that was a fluke that they did, but going to it now, I would definitely get there early to try to see that because now looking at it, that's part of the experience. Um, if you're going to just be walking in the previews, I don't know that it would make a whole lot of sense to just go for that. Uh, Cause I don't think it was like, I don't remember it being like, oh my goodness, this is super comfortable. You know, like sure. the seats, I think were probably a little bit more narrow than, than some other movie theaters, not like uncomfortably. So, um, so I think that that adds a lot to it if they do that in each, in each one. The yeah. other cool thing about the theater there is the fact that they've got the the ice cream shop right next to it also. So you can go in there and, and get ice cream, you know, hot fudge sundaes and stuff like that. But you know, you can go do that without going to a movie. So to answer the question, and I know I'm taking a long time to do it. I think that stuff makes, makes that experience what it is. So, cause is is it a more expensive, is it a more expensive movie ticket? Um, I don't remember for sure. If it is, I don't think it's like crazy more expensive. It might be slightly more expensive, but I'm not even sure that it's even slightly more expensive. It might be real comparable to what other, uh, movie theaters are i'm not sure okay all right well shoot back to our original topic uh, <laughs> uh premiered at the al capitan theater on november 15th 2022 generally released november 23rd 2022 um let me give you a quick it says this film follows a legendary family of explorers it said it's pronounced the clades right the clades i believe so yeah yes. yeah uh which um Let's see. Who must set aside their differences as they embark on a journey to a mysterious subterranean land in, inhabited by surreal life forms in order to save a miracle plant, Pando, that is their society's source of energy. Uh, stars the voices of Jake Gyllenhaal, Dennis Quaid, uh, Jabuki Young-White, Gabrielle Union, and Lucy Liu. And I did want to bring up, it does have the voice of Alan Tudyk. Uh <laughs> He is uh, Duffy, uh, the the pilot. Um, so uh, he is in. I don't know if he's in the next one, which we'll talk about here in a little while. But um, he's been in a string of them, um, uh, which brought up uh, maybe a cool idea we can talk about later. I just want to mention it real quick. Um, I heard, or I was following a post on Facebook on a Disney site fan site that talked about who they think should be uh, upcoming Disney legends. And the the two names I saw most were Alan Tudyk and Tom Hanks. Hmm. Um, so I think it'd be, be a cool project or whatever to try to come up with, you know, four or five people that we think might be Disney legends someday or who deserve it. Uh, whether they be current be cool. people or people, there, there's plenty of people in my research from the past that, you know, they've done a lot of stuff with animated movies or whatever. And I look and I'm like, they're not a Disney legend. How can that be? Um, so but back to the movie. Um, it had a budget of about 135 to 180 million. It only brought in 73.6 million. So it was, uh, I guess you could consider it a flop. Um, and it does say here in the notes, it is one of the biggest Disney box office bombs in history. So, wow. um, 
It was to be proud of. Yeah, yeah. It 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 did have a little success on Disney Plus when it came out. It was it was the number one film being streamed on Disney Plus for 19 days. Um, so maybe a lot of people that didn't pay to go to the theater were waiting for it to come to Disney Plus, and for 19 days it was the it was the number one streamed uh movie on on there. What's up? I do feel like that is a new trend or attitude is that uh, these new Marvel, Pixar, Disney movies are coming out and a lot of people are like, oh, I'm already paying for Disney Plus. I'll just wait a couple months and wait for it to be on Disney yeah. Plus and, and watch it there rather than go into the theater. So, I mean, as great as Disney Plus is, I think it there is something to be said for Disney Plus hurting box office numbers. So yeah, I could I could see it cuz there if it if it's not one of the, you know, superhero Marvel movies or, you know, possibly Indiana Jones coming out or uh one of these big franchises, I think people are possibly waiting a little while. Yeah. Um and you know, with this recent I, so, somebody had mentioned it with this recent like okay, so this one didn't do very well. Uh whatever the the ones before since COVID haven't done very well in the theater. Uh could that be a reason why Disney is maybe uh, let's let's uh, let's bring back some of these. Let's let's do a Toy Story five and a Frozen three, and because they're they're properties that are well known. Yeah. Uh, with the hopes that hey, get some people back in the theater. Uh, you know, Inside yeah. Out too. Inside Out was was very very popular. <coughs> so, um, rather than take a chance on these new ones, Strange World, and uh, that that maybe won't do so well. So, um, yeah, I did see someone talking about just kind of there seems to be very much a a tonal shift with Pixar studios kind of ever since the, the exit of John Lasseter, you know, and kind of now that, that Pete doctor is kind of the new head of, of Pixar. Um, and, and John Lasseter and Pete doctor worked very closely together, you know, prior to John Lasseter's exit, but, um, you know, we're getting a lot more and not that there haven't always been some serious or some heavy themes in Pixar movies before. It's part of what made um, Pixar really, I think, popular and sincere because it was very grounded with a lot of people. But it seems that, you know, we're getting more in some of these more serious or heavy topics for these you know, animated movies and some of the funny, the lightheartedness isn't as there as prevalent anymore as maybe it was when John Lasseter was still involved in projects. So, you know, not, not at all trying to condone, um, you know, why John Lasseter had to leave Pixar, but, you know, just something that I saw other people, uh, make note of. So right. I thought that was an interesting perspective, something that I hadn't really thought about or considered, but you know, you kind of look at the, the tonal shift in movies and what these movies are about. And it's kind of, it lines up with, with his exit. So, and a new creative direction for Pixar. So food for thought. Well, maybe they need to bring them back. Uh, but anyways, uh, let's see. Just keep them in a cube. <laughs> yeah. Don't let them go outside. <laughs> no touchy. Uh, <laughs> so back to Strange World. So what do you guys think? Uh, I will let one of you go first. Uh, this was the first movie in our 
60 that we've done before that uh, I had not seen it prior to um, us talking about it. So this week was the first time that I threw on Strange Road, and I'm fairly certain it was the first time James watched it. Oh, I mean, sure. you had you had seen like Make My Music and Fun and yeah. Fancy Free and Melody Time. Mm-hmm. Saludos Amigos and stuff like the that. The only before. one I, I hadn't seen in full, which I think is make the one that's not on Disney Plus. Is that Make My Music? Yes, it is. I had uh, seen yeah. all the segments in it off of like YouTube. Sure. So I I had never seen the whole I hadn't thrown in a disc and gotcha. watched it in full, but I had seen all the segments that were contained in it. So okay. um yeah, this Fair was the enough. first one. Um so go ahead. What would what'd you guys think of Strange World? Uh, James, you look Me like first. You're eager to talk. Uh, you know what? I just I wasn't really sure what to expect from this movie. Uh, you know, did I know a lot about this movie going into it? Not really. I don't really remember ever even seeing a preview for this movie. I had I really had no idea what. Dang you, Disney marketing! What's wrong with yeah, you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What happened? Um. You know, I think one of the things that it's known for is that it's got, you know, a very openly gay character. And I, I think, unfortunately, when something like that happens, like everything is tied to that character, right? Like, like if the movie is horrible, it's like, oh, my goodness, Disney put in a gay character and everybody hates it. So and I think, you it know, it becomes about that. And yeah, that's it becomes about that failure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't think that that has anything to do with. Uh, anything about the movie other than, you know, it's just a character that's in the movie. Um, the movie in general, I just really didn't care for, uh, to be honest with you. It just seemed very, uh, 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 I just, the story wasn't that great. I didn't think, uh, you know, I thought it was a little too, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of dumb, you know, it's like, okay, we got to go. Why is the, why are the power plants not working? Well, let's go here. And Oh, now we're in a strange world. And Oh, the reapers, they're, they're not enemies. It's an immune system. The planet is trying to protect it. Like, <laughs> shut up. Come yeah. on. I was like, Oh, it's a heart. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah, really. I, like, I, I, yeah. And they're talking like, about, hey, we went through that windy area. That was the lungs. And we went through that acid area. That was the stomach. And Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, come on, guys. Like, like, like I really question a, a studio such as Disney sitting around with all these great ideas and all these great properties and characters and someone pitching the idea of Strange World and like the entire studio going yeah. yeah let's go ahead and dump a couple hundred million into this because we think we're gonna win over the entire world with this awesome story about how we need to take care of the plan like you know i'm sure a week from now i won't remember any of the names of any of these characters i mean i barely remember them now um yeah you know, as, as you're talking about the different people in there, I mean, you, you mentioned Lucy Liu. I'm like, Lucy Liu was in there? Like, I didn't even know that she was in there. Uh, I think Dennis Quaid was was the dad, Jaeger. right? Jaeger. Yeah, Jaeger. So, Hall was searcher. Yeah, I mean, 
just the voices themselves don't stand out all that much to me. The characters don't stand out that much to me. The story just was very lacking. Um, I just don't think it was a great movie. I just didn't care for it. I mean, it was really like I had to really kind of be like, ah, I got to watch the last hour. <laughs> and the only thing that's great about the last hour is that 20 minutes of that last hour is credits. So, I mean, that was a great bonus to know that when I only had an hour left, it was really only 40 minutes because there's 20 minutes of credits. So that was that was great. And the other thing that I really enjoyed about this movie was the opening where they show the Disney castle. Cause I feel like it was a little bit more in depth and I don't know if they've shown this before in other movies, but you got to see the train go by and it seemed like they were approaching the Disney castle for the logo from the backside instead of the front side. Like they usually do. Was it, it just looked like was a little it bit Raya more in or Encanto. Opening. I thought Raya or Encanto sure. had that opening. Did they, they may have, was it the Disney 100? Opening? I think it so. was. Yeah. 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 So Ryan and I, Encanto wouldn't have had it. Yeah. No, because it was the new Disney 100 opening. And we got to see the the new Disney 100 opening at the, the kind of the, at one of the panels we were at, at D23. I think it was the, like the, I don't, was it the Disney parks one? That doesn't really seem to make a whole lot of sense. Anyways, we, we saw it at one of the panels we went to Tyler and I at D 23 was like, wow, that was really cool. And I was very excited for the first movie that was going to come out in 2023 to see that new, like, you know, Walt Disney animation studios logo intro. And I was almost kind of mad that it was before this movie. Cause I'm like, it is not yet the 100th year. <laughs> why are, why yeah. are they putting it? Cause it was in November. Like it was, wasn't even like it was December 31st. It's new year's Eve. I could, but maybe it was, them. it was after October what 16th or whatever. Yeah. But is the, was it 2022 or 2023? October it was 2023, but what in October would be the start of the 100th year. Right. In October of this year in 23. Right. Or, or no, I don't, we're going to have to math with, with any of their anniversaries, they celebrate them all like for yeah. 18 to 24 months. So who cares? Yeah. I mean, not, I don't mean, I guess, I guess technically saying, uh, 23 would be the start. Cause right now we're on 99 and a half. Yeah. So that's October, why I was kinda, yeah. Yeah. I, I just think that it's pretty sad for the movie that the thing I liked best was the opening the intro. intro that they could literally put on any movie. And the, and and the credits. One, what, one final thought. I mean, I think I've been pretty clear about how I've been grading these. Not really clear, but I have like five different categories and I give assign 20 points to each one. The only reason this movie gets as high of a rating as it'll get from me is because the animation is one of my five categories. And the animation is fantastic. I mean, I mean the way that they, uh, the way that they animate these last few movies, uh, and I know it's all computer animated, but it's amazing. I think it, it it looks wonderful. I love that. But that's the only reason that this movie is even remotely getting the rating that it is, is because of the animation. The rest of it, if he had, rating. if he had more. <laughs> If he had more than two thumbs, they would all be down. <laughs> yeah. All right, Cody, what do you think? Um, I I don't disagree with anything that that James said. I feel like I, you know, when I watch it, I I didn't love this movie. 
Um, I did go see this movie in theaters when it was released. Um, if that wasn't clear about my little rant earlier about the intro not happening in 2023, but did we lose Cody? Um, we oh. lost you for a second, Cody. Oh, am I am I back? Yeah, now you, you are. Yeah. The last thing nice. I heard is I went to the theater to see this movie. Okay. Um, well, hopefully, um, my file is good after this. Um, I went to go see this movie in theater and I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It's very middle of the road. It was entertaining enough, but it never really gripped me all the way. I was never super invested in the characters or the story. There are some times where you watch movies and you're like, I don't know the outcome for this story or this character or group of characters. And there is a part of you that is concerned while you watch this story unfold in front of you when you watch a movie. I never really had that uh, feeling in this movie. Uh, You know, even though they've kind of entered into this alternate world and how are they going to get back? And, you know, it never really felt all that dire or, you know, so um, I, I think a lot of the points James made uh, are very valid. I don't think I feel quite as strongly about any of those points, but I definitely do agree <laughs> with all of those points. Um, Sometimes I get a little overly passionate. I apologize. No, and, it, and it's not nearly a bad thing. And, you know, it's it's good that, that, that one of us is because I felt like it's just very middle of the road for me. I don't have a lot of good things to say about it, but I don't necessarily have a lot of bad things to say about it either. Either, um, You know, there were, this movie didn't do great in the box office. There was a lot of talk about the, the openly gay character in the movie. It, to me, again, kind of like with the, the non-binary character in Elemental, it was whatever. They, they made it more of a... A, a thing in this movie. It got brought up a little bit more. It was definitely very much a part of who this character was, which uh, is understandable. It, you know, I'm not gay, but you know, for people that are gay, that, that that's who they are. So in this, this character, that's, that's who he was. So I'm not really mad about it. Um, but I, again, it didn't necessarily, add anything to the movie. Uh, it wasn't necessarily a driving. It didn't drive the plot in, in any sort of way other than his, that character's very own personal small character arc. You know, by the end of the movie, he, he got the courage to, you know, be a little bit more forward with the guy he was crushing on. Aside from that, it it's kind of neither here nor there as far as the rest of the story of the movie is concerned. So, I mean, it it was just a trial that that individual character was facing. And, you know, through that, the trial, you know, but it never really felt like anybody else like was in the, in the movie as far as the characters were current, uh, are concerned, struggled with the fact that that character was gay. I mean, I thought maybe they were going to go for that whole trope that, you know, there's the scene when everyone in the family kind of reunites and the kids telling his grandpa that he really kind of has a crush on this, on this guy, whatever the heck his name was that I thought maybe grandpa. Yeah. I thought grandpa would maybe give some sort of 
snide comment or remark. Um, but it was, it was very much that, not that, you know, grandpa handled it the way grandpa would handle it. If it was, he said he had a crush on a girl. So the fact that he was gay was even to grandpa was neither here nor there, you know? So, which I think was a good thing. I was actually pleasantly surprised that that's the way they chose to handle it in the movie, which I think was the right call, but because it was so a non-issue, it felt, why are we making it such a, th- a thing. Why do we feel the need to keep bringing it up? It just felt like it wasn't doing anything for the story other than just being talked about. So I guess that's maybe the one thing I was passionate about in, in this movie was that particular um, part of it. And it just seemed unnecessary. And, you know, and I don't mean to, you know, I don't, I don't mean that to reflect any kind of feelings towards, you know, gay people or anything like that. But it just felt like inclusion just to be inclusion. Um, and, you know, and I probably don't have a lot of grounds to, to really talk about it any further than that. But um, like James mentioned, the movie just overall just felt kind of lacking with uh, the characters and the story. So, I mean, there were some decent parts to the movie and, you know, there were some parts that I laughed at, but like, as far as like music's concerned, nothing really stuck with me. So, and I think music is, a can be such a crucial thing for movies. And it seems like, um, that's been lacking in some of these recent movies. So even like with elemental kind of getting off topic slightly, very excited for elemental, because it reminded me of Inside Out. And the music in Inside Out is top tier music from Pixar. Just the the score in that in that film. So I was hoping for that emotional connection to the music and elemental. And it just wasn't there. The music to me personally was not memorable. And same for this movie and same for some of the other recent movies we've we've reviewed. So you know, like Raya and the last dragon, not to say that a princess movie has to have the princess breaking out in song, but there just wasn't really any memorable, even a score, not even a memorable instrumental piece in the movie, in my yeah. opinion. So that's, that's what I have to say about that. Yeah. I, I don't, I haven't, you guys haven't said anything I disagree with. Um, looking at some reviews, uh, uh, one guy said that the characters weren't all half bad, but the clunky script feels like it's been redrafted and redrafted to the point of incomprehension, blowing any chance of conveying a real message. And I could, I could see that. I just, it, I, I, I could see the message they were trying to get. Obviously, family. Um, you know, he had. Uh, uh, spoiler alert! Whatever you know, the dad had got had become lost when uh, at the beginning of the movie didn't know where he went. He wandered off to go over the mountain when, uh, when a searcher found this Pando stuff, which became their, their power source. Um, and then, you know, like James was talking about going through the, when, when they discover that where they're exploring is basically the, the immune system of whatever this thing they're in, uh, which <laughs> at the end looked like it was a, something that was attached to the planet earth or something. 
when they when they kind of zoomed out, it was it was strange. Uh, hence the name Strange World, I guess. Strange World. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think Disney has had a hard time with their animated films to really capture a great science fiction style movie. Yeah. yeah. Although I, I enjoy treasure planet and Atlantis. Um, it's just, they didn't, they weren't, they're not classics. Uh, and I think mm-hmm. strange world comes in even below those, those two. Um, yeah. I yeah. just, you know, and like Cody said, every, every Disney's, uh, movie and anime movie doesn't have to have you know the characters breaking out in a song or you know like Frozen or like Encanto or other ones, but um, a, a score can do a lot for a movie. And I just it just wasn't wasn't uh, it just wasn't there. The animation was great. I mean the colors vibrant. You know it was uh, very I guess you would say appealing to the eye or whatever, visually stunning, but. Uh, that can only take you too far. The story was, I just was, I, I, it, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling it, I guess, you know, um, yeah. this is group of executives sitting around a table talking about the ideas of this movie. I just, uh, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe they should have taken a break and come back and rediscussed it. So, um, yeah. So yeah, it just wasn't, and I, I don't know. What, what'd you say this movie lost? Like, or did, was I reading that? Uh, well, the budget budget said about 135 to 180 million, depending on what site you read, and then it, it only brought in 73.6 million. So, on IMDb it says Deadline reported on April 16th, 2023, that this film lost Disney nearly 200 million, marking its place as the worst box office flop of 2022. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, you know, I don't. Is that was that people staying away because the you know gay character, or was it staying away because there was other things uh, coming out at the same time, or they figure, hey, it's coming to Disney Plus, I'll just wait. Uh, Probably a bit of all of it, realistically. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I think way too much weight is put on the gay character. I mean, I, yeah. I think it's. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think people are going to stay away from that if right. it's a good, solid story. Story, and, yeah, like and it's like good. Cody, Cody talked about that, it. It didn't really, to me, it didn't further the story, but it didn't really detract from the story. So it was just, yeah. okay, he's, 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 I, he's gay. Who cares? I think uh, it's just one of those things that a couple people or however many people went opening weekend and then everyone just realized, Hey, this movie sucks. <laughs> yeah. So no one else went to see it. I mean, yeah, it's just, it, that's just it. That's the long and the short of it. Yeah. So let's talk some ratings then, I guess, if you guys got nothing else to say about this movie. We probably uh, spent too much time on it, uh, and it's kind of kind of sad that it's coming to an end. And uh, you know, this is the last one. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, James, what do you think? What's your rating? Well, like I said, the only reason this thing gets any rating from me at all, like a third of my rating, is just in the animation alone. So that and the that and the you. intro, huh? <laughs> yeah, and the intro, and the intro, but the intro is not part of my my five categories. So, uh, yeah, you know what? Fifty eight is my rating. I give it a fifty eight. Wow, 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 wow! So, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, that's. I mean, I don't know really what I expected, but that's. 
That's I'll low, wait, but wait till you, hear I, you know, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's higher than Home on the Range, so. Well, that's, I mean, <laughs> not surprised. Home on the Range is absolute cow patty. <clears throat> so you want me to go first, Cody? Yeah, go ahead and go. Yeah, I, I thought, I thought I was, I didn't think I went, once I heard James talking about it, I was like, okay, my rating is not going to be the lowest one. <laughs> but it might be. Uh, well, I'm, I'm telling you, more than a third of that rating is yeah. just from the animation alone. <laughs> I can tell you that my initial rating was a little higher. And this is the first time that I've done this. But when I input it into my document, my Excel document, and I saw what movies it had beaten out, I was like, no, I would rather watch that movie again yeah, on loop that- for, for 24 hours or that movie or that movie. So I just... I was like, it just kept coming down. And I, I was like, I can't, I can't put it above this movie. Uh, it, 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 it came in below Fantasia 2000 for me. I would rather watch wow. Fantasia 2000. Holy cow. Uh, so that I is, give it a 52. 52. It's not far off from me. No. Fantasia 2000, that's a 25 for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. See, I gave Fantasia 2000... But it says I gave it a 60, which doesn't seem right because I have Fantasia at 55. Uh-huh. Yeah, I have you down as a 60 as well for okay. Fantasia 2000. All right, yeah. So there we go. What you got, Cody? Man, I am, I'm struggling with this one because I also kind of pair up, you know, put it up against the other ratings I have in my list and I'm looking at some and I'm like, Oh no, it's, you know, and, and part of it is because I, I keep doing that. And so it, it, it's realistically probably not the best way to rate things. Cause then you get things all over the place and <laughs> you look back at things and you're like, Oh, that one probably should have been lower, but, um, lower or higher or whatever the case, but I got this rating from listening to my gut. <laughs> hey, you know what? My my gut has served me well over the years, sir. You be nice to my gut. Um, I'm going to give this movie a a 64. I had talked in 67 for you, so that was close. <sighs> So let's see. We got an average of 58. Yep. A difference of 12. Yep. And puts it at 50. I've gotten 52. Sound about right? Sounds about right. I still haven't updated my spreadsheet, but that sounds about right. Maybe 51. No, no, 52. 52, I'm pretty sure. So that puts it in the bottom one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, bottom 10 of the 61. So, yeah, I've got it sitting at 52. Okay. So that is the end, temporarily, the end of our animated Disney film journey. Uh, Because the next Disney film, uh, Disney animation film, anyways, doesn't come out till this November, which is the movie wish. Yes. Um, so when that comes out, we'll maybe take a look at it fairly quickly or we'll wait till it comes out on Disney plus, And then we will which, add it to our, which to our rankings. Have, 
Alan Tudyk in it. There you go. It does. <laughs> on, on, on IMDb for the top cast, they have three people listed. Chris Pine, Ariana DeBose, and Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk. He's in the top build, huh? You know, it, well, so far, there's only three of them on there, so maybe when the other, you know. You know, gonna, it pays good money to make weird noises. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be the, the voice of the goat or something. So let's see, what are we looking at for time? Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I, I was just going to go. Actually, let's let's get some of our user ratings. And then uh, uh, I've got one uh, from Amber. She was going to try to get on tonight and listen, but I don't think she made it on. Uh, she just watched it today with her kids. Uh, when I texted her, she's like, we'll put it on right now and we'll send you a rating. So she actually liked it and gave it an 87. She wow. said it was a, it was a good storyline. Uh, I don't know, Amber. Um, what is she drinking? But yeah, she said the animation was good with all the bright colors. So we agree with you there. Um, Maybe that's why she didn't hop on. She's dealing with the hangover right now. <laughs> and then she said her daughter watched it and gave it a hundred and said it was fun. And then her son watched it and gave it a thousand. A thousand? Wow. And her husband gave it 83. So they're a family of strange world enthusiasts. Yeah. Oh, um, it's okay. Which to is be fine. Wrong. We'll call them the, the, <laughs> different the strokes. Clades. Different the strokes for different folks. So, <laughs> did you have any, James? You know what? I did not get a chance to post a TikTok, so I don't have any mm. TikTok ratings. And Brianna has, I don't probably, think she's seen it. Probably so, for the best. Yeah, probably. Uh, Brianna, I don't have any from her or Riley. Um, it was funny with Ray Lynn when we, when we started to watch it the other night because a lot of times we'll start watching these movies at the dinner table and, and Ray Lynn was there, you know, often I'll ask her if she's got a rating. I think I told you, you know, for Encanto, she was like an immediate, yeah, 98. So yeah. we sat and started watching strange world. I asked her if she's ever seen it. She said, no, I said, okay, well, we're going to start it. She sat down, started watching it literally not even 10 minutes into the movie. She got up and just went upstairs. Didn't say a <laughs> word. She just got up and went upstairs. And I was like, well, I guess she's not enjoying the movie. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. I have no other listener ratings. So. so her rating is get up and leave. Uh, yeah, her rating so was. I'm out of here. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so really, so really quick, since since we are at the the uh, the temporary end, um, I just wanted to list off our top ten movies, our combined top ten movies. Um, I might put something up on the website or on the blog, whatever you want to call it, uh, kind of breaking down ours separately. But as a podcast, our order goes, number one, Lion King, okay. number two, Frozen, number three, Beauty and the Beast, tied for number four is Aladdin and Lilo and Stitch, tied for number six would be Princess and the Frog and the Little Mermaid, coming in at eight is Moana, coming in at nine is Tarzan, and coming in at 10 is Tangled. Hmm. So that is the that Talking is Disney solid, podcast. Top 10. That, that is a solid top 10 list, I think. Yep. Yeah, can't argue with it. Uh, and then obviously our, our individual top 10s are going to be a little different. Yeah, those are going to uh, be all over the place. <laughs> uh, okay, Mr. 100 for Brother Bear. <laughs> Brother Bear. Yeah, okay. I mean, oh, James shit. gave Here it. Here we go. 
James gave Brother Bear a 92, which is not that far off. You gave it a 78. 78. You must have been on the, the hate train that day. But I mean, no. that average between the three of us, a 90, that's still pretty good. I mean, that puts it as number 12 overall for 12, a podcast. Yeah. I yeah. will defend Brother Bear. Okay. I will, I will, I will defend Pinocchio. I gave it a good score. James gave it a 96. <laughs> 78? Were you in a bad mood that day? Or. I mean, no, because you're young, just... so you don't you don't understand the classics. <laughs> okay, Under, understandable. Sure. Yes, understandable. Because Lion King came in at number one, Beauty and the Beast number three, Little Mermaid. <laughs> those are for the six. new classics. I'm talking about. I'm talking about those the are, old those are classics. They're the newer ones, but okay. And yeah. where's the next oldest classic on this list? Not for a while. So I must not be the only one that doesn't appreciate classics. <laughs> You just well, have. Calm down, guys. Calm down. You just have. This is supposed to be a. This is supposed Pinocchio. to be a happy podcast. It's the happiest it podcast on. Hey, the we're internet. talking Disney, and we're passionate about it. <laughs> oh, that's fun. All right, so that's the end of our journey. Uh, it's taken a while. Uh, there was a time when I thought, "Man, this is never going to end," but I had fun watching the movies. Um. We had contemplated a few things like, hey, what are we going to start doing now that we're not talking about movies? Uh, Quit. The idea, that's it. Thanks for that's listening. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, that's, I did, that's all, folks. <laughs> I did have to point it out to Amber because I posted, I said, hey, tonight's our last one. And then she's like, that's crazy. And then about 10 minutes, later, I was like, I hope she didn't think last episode. I was like, last movie we're talking about, not the last episode. She's like, yeah, I know. I know. Um, but we had contemplated, uh, it had been mentioned in the past, possibly moving on to maybe Pixar, uh, something that could still happen in the future. Uh, but I think we're going to take a break from movies and, uh, uh, go in a different direction, uh, which we won't get into too much tonight cause we still haven't really nailed it down, but, um, we'll still talk about some news and then maybe, maybe go back to the way when we started, we would just kind of come up with a topic for the week, whatever, it could be a hot button topic. It could be uh, anything, really. So, um, hot button. Yeah, is that a cool word or what? Uh, yeah, I love it. Yeah. So that is all for our movies. If if you still want to share some of your ratings or you got some ideas for some episodes, um, that uh, some things you want to hear us talk about, shoot us a shoot us an email, talkingdisneypodcast at gmail dot com. And uh, we will consider those. I know uh, we've had we've had Brooks send in an idea, which we're still going to get to. We promise. Yes. Uh, so, so that is all we got for Strange World. The journey is over. It's when did been... we start? When did we start this, Cody? What was it? I know we it was episode. We 50. keep talking. We keep asking this question. It was episode fifty-one. It was so, it was October it or November no, of no, November 7, twenty twenty. Yeah, so it was all about a month after I got married. So a couple yeah. weeks after, two three weeks after I got back from my honeymoon. So we looked at about two and a half years, right? Hey, no, three, three and a no, half years. Well, right? No, 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 no. This October will be my third anniversary, third mm. wedding anniversary. So not okay. quite three years yet, but yeah. more than two and a half because. I mean, what it's, I mean, we're a week away from July. So July, August, September. So we're about two and three quarter years. Okay. Yeah. Two and three quarter years to Took watch 61 yeah. movies. 61. Yep. 
So how many episodes? We started but episode we, 51 and we didn't, I mean, we didn't do it every episode. No, we didn't. No, uh, but there, there were some times where we skipped it for whatever reason. So skipped uh, what? Recording. Um, it took us 73 talk, episodes. Talking about a movie. Yeah. 73 episodes, 61 movies. One movies. Yeah. But yeah, we started, we, we figured it out in November of 2020. Well, cause some of our episodes have just been trip reports or we did mm-hmm. like a, like a Christmas holiday episode where we talked about holiday movies. Yeah. Um, different things like that. Our Mount Rushmore episode, which was really popular amongst the hosts and hopefully the listeners. Yep. Um, things like that. So, which yeah. was nice to break it up every now and then I feel like. So as fun as this has been, and it's kind of cool to actually say, Hey, I've seen every, uh, Walt Disney animation studios movie ever made. And I feel like when, when you tell people that people assume the list is a lot bigger because there's all these mm-hmm. movies that you assume are made, especially that, you know, if you're not super into Disney, like, like we are, you assume some of these movies were made by this studio, but they were made of all of these offshoot studios. And so right. there are certainly a lot more Disney animated movies out there than these Basically, 61. we've watched the Walt Disney animated feature films. The, yes. I, I would say all the theatrical releases, but that's not the case because a few of these weren't released in the theater because of COVID. So. Well, and there have been other Disney movies that were True. not on this list yeah. that were released in theaters. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I think Goofy Movie was released in theaters. Goofy Movie ain't on this list. No. Nope. But Goofy nope. Movie is a great movie. It's it's by far better than Pinocchio. So, <laughs> uh, so if you're uh, Cody's employer and you're listening, you might need to drug test that kid because I don't know what he's thinking. <laughs> All right, we're well, we ready to get to our last thing of the night. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Cody's corner, come on, gather round. Cody's corner. Where nobody wears a frown. Cody's Corner. I just got to say, I love that song. (laughs) I love harmonizing with myself. (laughs) All right, take it away, Cody. All right, welcome to Cody's Corner, a little segment where I like to do whatever the heck I want. Um. As long as whatever the heck you want is trivia cards. (laughs) I mean, I do. There's been something I've been thinking about all all week. Okay. And I kind of want to do it. I'm not planning on it taking a super long time. I might still, I might still like to read one of the questions from that page in my quiz book that I found last time we recorded because there were several good ones on that page. Um, And I thought about maybe trying to give you guys some extra time to really think about it. But I think we can do it without you having to spend a lot of time to think about it. I think when I ask you this question, you should be able to just be like, Oh, this, 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 and this, it should be easy. Okay. Okay. We're going back to the Cody's corner roots. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I just, it was, it was kind of interesting. I just kind of had like a little spark of imagination this week. I don't know. It just kind of hit me and I'm like, that's an interesting, come on. 
a little interesting if, thought experiment that that kept coming if, to mind. This is a thought experiment. If if you say Brooks' idea right now, you're going to be <laughs> <laughs> way off base, and so, she's going to be very upset with just, you. So it, it just came to me one day. I was sleeping. It was like, oh man, shoot, <laughs> how would you guys decorate a room? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We, Welcome we'll get to, to that. Brooks Corner. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. But that's that's not what had been on my mind all week. So, if you guys, I'm, and I was I'm initially thinking five, maybe five is too many to do on the fly. If you have five that you can come up with real quick, great. But let's just say three. If you're looking at the Disneyland Park, not the resort, but Disneyland Park. What are your top three, let's say, attractions in Disneyland Park? So basically, then, if I'm going to Disneyland Park for three rides or attractions. If you can only do three attractions. So what am I doing? You know, uh, say, um, not saving. Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln is an attraction. It's not a ride, but it's an attraction. So your top three attractions, if you could only walk in and do three things or it's the last time you could ever go – what are the three things? However, you want to look at it. What are your so, top three? Okay, so wait a second. So and then I'll tell you. And not, then I'll tell you why. So attractions, not rides. No, no, no. It can be rides, but I just want. Oh, it can I'm not, be rides. I'm not limiting it to just okay. rides. Okay. I'm just. I, I am you. saying all attractions. So it could be rides, but it could be anything labeled as an attraction. Okay. All right. Um. And I guess if you need a minute, we could maybe shorten this down and editing later. But because I didn't give. James or Jason, any insight that I was well, going to throw non-trivia at them tonight? Oh, that's fine. Are we uh, we going to name them all off at one time, or just take one at a time? Um, I'll uh, if if you're ready, I'll have you do your three, and then James can do his three. I just kind of okay. want to see what your three are, each of you individually, and then and then I'll tell you why or what I was curious about from your answers. Okay. okay. All right, I, I've got I've got my three. Uh, go for it. I've got mine too. I'm ready to go. I, there was about three or four that I had to leave out, but since we're limiting to three, uh, and these are in no particular order. Um, I mean, if you could do up to five, that's fine too. Well, I could do. Five I just didn't want to. I just didn't want to pressure anybody into five. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so three, three to five. If you can only come I say, up with I three, say make at the it moment. three. Make it hard. Yeah, make, make it hard. Okay. three. Make it three. All right. Yeah. All right. Because there, there's there's a the fly. there's a bunch three. that I'm leaving out that I'm like man I I would want to ride that one too but okay uh, top top three top three in no particular order are, no particular uh, order Big Thunder Mountain Railroad would have to be one of the three that I ride uh, once okay. I got off that I would I would head over to uh, New Orleans Square to finish off my my day riding the Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean those would be my okay. three so I'm hanging out in Frontierland and New Orleans Square. Uh, it's not on my list of three, but you know, I was like, how do I leave space mountain off there? Or how do I leave the Matterhorn off there? Uh, well, that one's easy. No, I love the Matterhorn. <laughs> I, I love I, like, like, especially I like the ambience, the, the music of it. I know Cody loves the, the costumes. You do, uh, I but, was just going to say, you just like to wear the costume when you go. <laughs> but if I, you know, if you put a gun in my head and said, Hey, choose three big thunder mountain, haunted mansion and pirates of the Caribbean. So cool. My turn. Yeah. Take it, take it away. I also have Thunder Mountain on my three. Um, 
Pirates of the Caribbean, absolutely, on my three. Uh, and my third one, I have to have Space Mountain on my top three. So Haunted Mansion is a great one. I mean, there's all kinds of great ones. But if I'm going with the top three, Space Mountain is actually the first one that came to mind. So Space Mountain, I've got to have on there. And I want to be real specific that we are talking about Disneyland. Because if we were talking about the Magic Kingdom at Disney World, Space Mountain would not even be in the top ten. Because I hate the ride, Space Mountain, in the Magic Kingdom at Disney World. It's horrible. I don't know what they were thinking. I don't know what they were doing. But they totally ruined that ride. But anyways, I digress. I guess it's a good thing they <laughs> improved on the second one they did because the yeah. Disney World's the original for Whatever. Space Mountain. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> they, they improved on it. Okay, Disneyland. so they ruined it and Disneyland saved it. So. There you go. All right. All right. So, so was there a purpose, Cody? There was did a purpose. We, so I, so so I kind of want to tell us kind of what our, our character is like. So. Uh, you're yeah, ambitious. This is, and, <laughs> yeah. It's a personality test. <laughs> yeah, your your spirit animal is people watcher. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so I thought it was interesting to see where you guys would would go with this, um, because the the thought I had was if Walt Disney had lived longer. Would I mean I, I've I've been struggling to figure out how to phrase this, but would the park be better? Everyone's always saying, "What would Walt do? What would Walt do?" Everything's done in the spirit or the idea of Walt. Uh, but only one of these rides on both of your attractions on both of your lists lists were actually opened while Walt Disney was alive. And that would be Pirates of the Caribbean. Haunted Mansion was obviously in development for a long time, but the final, what Haunted Mansion is today was developed after Walt's death. Big Thunder was after Walt's death. And so was space. So, the, so I just thought it was an interesting thought experiment that if he had lived longer, would there be more things in the park that were better or are there more things in the park that are better since he passed? And I mean, you could attribute that to a lot of things that technology has improved. We're able to do a lot more this, that, and the other. Um, but as much also, as we like to, to call all these classic opening day attractions sacred and they can't be touched. Nobody has an opening day attraction on their list. And the closest thing we have to an opening day attraction is from the sixties. Only a few years before Walt passed. Yep. Or a couple of years before Walt passed. Yeah. You can mention, I mean, you could attribute it to around the time when these were done, there were still, uh, Imagineers that were at the company when Walt was alive. Sure. A lot of the developers and stuff had, you know, that had their say in these, Mm-hmm. Um, we're around with Walt and kind of knew what Walt would want. Uh, sure. So, uh, and the, and that doesn't mean that the ones today when new rides are developed that, you know, they don't, they don't know. Uh, um, so, but yeah, that, that, that is interesting that there are no opening day. There's no, you know, there's no Utopia or there's no, I mean, even if I had thrown Matterhorn on there, there wasn't an open day attraction. No. Uh, there's there's none of the Fantasyland rides, uh, right? So, 
Um, and granted, there are a lot of things from opening day or from Walt's when Walt was alive that are no longer there and that haven't been there in years or decades. So granted those couldn't, I mean, they're not there now. Um, and they've, they've gotten rid of them for this, that, or the other reason. But yeah, you could argue that if they were popular enough or beloved enough, they wouldn't have gotten rid of them, that they would have compromised or sacrificed something else. Yeah. So, you know, for somebody that loves Pinocchio, it clearly doesn't like the Pinocchio ride very much. <laughs> I enjoy it. If I had to choose one in Fantasyland, though, I would have chose Peter Pan over <laughs> yeah. over all of them. So, yeah, um, yeah. There's there's a, there's some things that are gone that I wish that would come back. I I wish the Skyway would return. Sure. Um, you know, not in uh, as far as I know, it wasn't Open Day attraction, was it? That came later. Mm, um, yeah, I think it came later. Yeah. But it was pre-Matterhorn, and they built the Matterhorn around it, correct? Yeah, it, it was pre-Matterhorn, and then they had, the, they had the Skyway go through it. Yeah. Uh, which was always cool. Um, yeah. So, uh, what, what about your do – you, do you have a list, Cody? Um, sure, I could, I could come up with one on the fly. Um, I would say <sighs> Matterhorn – Haunted Mansion and Indiana Jones. Nice. Okay. So Skyway Skyway opened on June twenty third, nineteen fifty six, by the way. Hmm. So Oh, so that was still even after a little just a little (coughs) under a year after they opened, Skyway was added. So Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, those are all Indiana Jones uh, could have been on my list. Matt, Matterhorn probably would have been, you know, probably Space and Matterhorn would have been the next two. Um, so, kind of off your topic, are there any attractions that you think right now could be taking taken away with very little uh, disagreement? Winnie the Pooh. I could see that one. Yeah. Interesting. There's not there's not a lot of uh uh what's the word I'm looking for? Like connection, I guess, to that. Because with with James distaste of small world, I thought he would mention that, but if they tried to take away small world, oh, there would be That would be bad. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I could yeah. I could see Winnie the Pooh as being one of them. I think Casey Jr. they could take away and it not be a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a fair one. I think there would be more backlash on Winnie the Pooh than than Casey Jr. I think there'd be think very so? little backlash on Casey Jr. I thought I thought Winnie the Pooh or I thought Casey Jr. might get more because of uh, how long it's been there. Yeah, hmm. yeah. So, um, my first thought, and, and it's probably for my own dislike <laughs> of the attraction. I know where he's going. I can, I can, I can write it down here. I'm going to write it down. <laughs> I'm just going to write down one word. I'm putting my pen down. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Cody. All right. Uh, Buzz Lightyear. Yep. <laughs> Buzz. That's what Jason wrote down. 
I mean, I think we have a 2.0, and if you want to call it a 3.0 of this attraction, um, granted, they're both in the other park, but I just feel that it's so clunky and outdated, and Tomorrowland as an identity is struggling, and I don't think Buzz Lightyear is really helping with that identity crisis. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Uh, it I think almost James be- actually mentioned some good ones. Uh, I know, um, you know, I know the Walt's vision of Tomorrowland, et cetera. Uh, but it would almost be interesting if they could take it back to the way it was before where it, so it's not really Tomorrowland. It's more like yesterland, but, um, Tomorrowland as of. 1955, you know what we, so, so move the, move the, uh, the uh, Astro Orbiter or whatever back to where it originally was, bring back like a people mover type thing, you know, um, change it back to the way it was. Uh, I love 1980s Tomorrowland. So uh, just the look of it, the feel of it. Um, yep. You know, sitting there eating a hamburger and the stage rises up and there's a band playing, et cetera. So, I mean, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think they, they, they have their work. And I think, uh, what is it? Which one of the parks doesn't have a Tomorrowland, but they have like a Discovery Land or something? Paris, the one you've is been that, to that we haven't. Is that is that called Discovery Land? I, I, it's called I Discovery can... Land. And I've said okay. before that I think it would be smart for them just to rebrand all the Tomorrowlands as Discovery Land because it allows a little bit more flexibility with what you put right. there, you know. Yeah. Obviously, um, the original Tomorrowland was big with the space exploration. Uh, and then as soon doing- as we did that, though, it got it very quickly became outdated and yeah. no longer as fascinating and mesmerizing because yeah. well, now we've actually done it. Right. You know. Um, I think they're missing a big opportunity with Utopia. I, if, even though I'm not a huge fan of uh, electric vehicles, I mean, make those electric over there. Yeah. Partnership with Tesla. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, uh, even Toyota is, or I guess Tesla is probably the big one. I was thinking Toyota does a lot of with hybrids, but yeah, yeah you'd want you'd want fully electric at this point. So yeah, uh, I think, it's just I so think that'd be cool. Noisy over there, and yeah. I mean it, it adds to kind of its charm. But I think you could really, especially where they kind of almost gave it a futuristic feel with adding in Bird. Is, yeah, isn't that, story, it that whole storyline. Yeah, yeah. And that's all very futuristic with the Osimo robot and stuff in there. And you've got these clunky cars that feel like they're from the 60s still. <laughs> um, yeah. Or if you're yeah. going to do, I mean, do it, take. Now, if they, if they, if they updated, I, I think I'd want to model it after like the Tesla or something. I was thinking, yeah. go back to what the original cars look like, but make them electric. Um, but it'd be nah, cool if them- you like, um, enclosed them a little bit and you had kind of a transparent screen or like a glass that could be projected on and you do kind of like an augmented reality type thing to where you can still see through it and you can see the landscape and the terrain but it's it's also giving you a different environment somehow i don't know but it's it occupies so much space that you know, people have said for a long time, I think that one would get backlash if they said, yeah, Hey, we're going to get rid would. of it. But, 
But at the same time, it doesn't draw people like it used to, like when I was a kid. I used to right. feel like we used to wait forever for Autopia when I was a yep. kid. And granted, it, the line still gets up there on busy days because people have to go somewhere. But on non-really busy days, it just doesn't draw the crowds like it used to. It's it's still fun, I think, for little kids to to allow the kids' ability to, to drive. Um, that's something they can't really do anywhere else. But it's just it, it needs a major overhaul. Yeah. Well, cool. Very, very nice. Cody's corner. Oh, you want to read off one of those questions from your book? Sure. I can do that. I, I do like hearing those questions. All right. And this is from the Toughest Disney Trivia Book, Volume 2. The World's Toughest Disney Quiz Book, Volume 2. Um, I have to remember which one I did last time. Yeah, I don't remember. If you do it again, we'll tell you. <laughs> that might or, be we'll, or we'll get, get it right. right. <laughs> oh, with my luck, I'd probably miss it again. <laughs> yeah, I'd forget it. Wasn't it a John Lasseter question? Um, I don't. Or is that from the actual the normal? Um, no, there was no No. John Lasseter on the first one. Okay. Oh, that's the one I asked you about. Oh, no, it wasn't. Why did I bookmarked it? But none of these seem familiar. These aren't the same questions. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. These questions are dumb. This isn't the page. (laughs) I guess, I guess I'll just read one then. All right. Um, yeah, none, none of those look familiar. That's so weird. Oh, that's because I'm on the wrong page. That's the question <laughs> I asked you. Okay, the question I asked last time was, what was Disney's first film to be nominated for the Academy Award for Best Picture? That's right. That's what I asked you last time. And I think I got the answer right with Mary Poppins, right? Uh, the correct answer was Mary it's Poppins. Mary Poppins. <laughs> yeah, but I missed it. I was joking. I got it wrong. <laughs> I think I said Pinocchio. Or, I don't know. I said Snow White. Snow White, yeah. Let's see. Let's do... Um, do, to do, to do... All right. Ready? Yep. What is the surname of Gaston from Beauty and the Beast? Ooh. I didn't know he had a surname. That would be a last name. I know. (laughs) For anybody listening that may not know, surname is a last name. You think it'd be something mm. French? What is Gaston's surname? All right, we have answers. We have guesses. We have guesses. Oh, it's a guess for sure. <laughs> All right, here All you right. go. You ready? 
Jason says the great, <laughs> and James says Le Croix Croy Crew. That sounds fun. That sounds Le Cru. Cru. plausible. Stone Le Crew. Gaston Le Crew. All right. James is kind of close. Yeah. Yep. Lemieux. Oh, you're even closer. Okay. What? I you know I might butcher this pronunciation because I don't speak French. Um, but looking at it with English reading eyes, I would say his name is Gaston Legume. So oh. it's is it L L E G U M E. Okay. I don't know how you would say that in French. Legume. I don't know if that's I, I, that's probably like very a, far off on like how you would spell legume legume like in a, English, a, but a, a peanut, right? Isn't a peanut a legume? I thought it was like hmm. a bean. Maybe so. Maybe so. That's but, his surname, huh? Uh, according and where to the was book. that? Where was that established? Oof. I just know, I just googled it and it came up, but here yeah. you go. Let's see. Can you just Google Legume. Gaston without Legume? Legume. Legume. Legume or Legume. That's not a pronunciation thing, so. And a, a peanut is a legume. Oh, hmm. okay. Excuse so me. So Gaston Peanut. Gaston yeah. Peanut. That's interesting. I wonder where you got that name from. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Food for thought. Well, all right. Well, cool. Yeah, very good. Very good, Cody's Corner. Um, yeah, that that was my little thought experiment. Yeah. It just had, I don't know where it really came from, but it just kind of popped in my head. So I decided to roll with it. And then, then it's kind of been. Then I should have said week. the Disneyland Railroad, Jungle Cruise, <laughs> and Peter Pan. Peter Pan. <laughs> Uh, well, all right. Well, before we get out of here, uh, let me see, share some of our social media with you guys. If you don't already know, and you want to follow us, uh, on those platforms, you can like us on Facebook at talking Disney podcast, follow us on Twitter at talking Disney, Instagram at talking Disney podcast, follow us on TikTok at talking Disney podcast. This is, uh, check out the YouTube channel talk, at talking Disney podcast, email us talking Disney podcast at gmail.com. And you can check out the website, www.talkingdisneypodcast.com, where the show will be loaded prior to making its way out to the various popular streaming services, such as uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. So, Yes, and thank that, you for listening. Yes, yes. That is all I have. We finished our journey. Seems like it took a while. Um Probably a little less time than it did to make the original Snow White, though. So <laughs> can't be too bad. So so join us again in two weeks when we'll be doing we don't know what. We don't know what yet. So It's a surprise for episode 125. Whatever it is, we're going to have fun. Um, yes, always. So you guys got any last-minute alibis? Um, James has to take a trip to Disneyland so we can do a trip report, maybe. Yeah, I just made reservations for... About- for when? For, for July, what was it, 12th and 13th? Oh, whatever hopefully. That, whatever that Friday and Saturday is. Hopefully we record before then. Yes. Yes. No, I want to go. 
fourteenth and fifteenth, I guess. Well, I remember, Cody, you sent me that that uh, that picture of uh, what pl- planning a Disney trip and stepping over all your responsibilities or whatever it was. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Yeah, you buy mm-hmm. the tickets and then you figure it all out later because yeah, now can... you have the tickets. <laughs> Call it Cody's Cody's twenty twenty Disney trip sponsored by Visa. <laughs> yeah, I w- <laughs> I want I want to go so bad, but yeah, you'll get. To at go. least I have grass. That there you go. <laughs> uh, there you go. All right. Soon we're gonna have a new roof. Hey, yeah, and James will have more t-shirts and/or hats from Disneyland, and I think that sounds more <laughs> exciting than my grass and your roof. But <laughs> I don't know. A good roof yes. will keep us dry. So. Yep. I mean, a coat keeps you dry. So does an umbrella. <laughs> well, you're not supposed to have to wear a coat when you're inside your house. Yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> or, or or use an umbrella. So, all right, let's get out of here. Um, that's all we got for episode 124. Thanks for listening. Yes, thank you very much. We appreciate it. And uh, until next time, we will talk to you later. Bye. See you. See you real soon. Yeah, folks, and me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mickey? Uh-huh? It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, <laughs> Goofy? Huh? Oh. Now, now it's time, time to say goodnight to all our company. M-I-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-